It's my fucking Thursday in it. Um Oh, you know, we're back. Uh season three. Happy New Year, everybody. Season three, episode one of the cookout going live right now on YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram live. I uh, got Adam and Eris as always. Um what's up with you guys? We need a we need like a badass like musical intro. I know. It's been th- it's our third year. So like we're coming on like the news or something. Yeah, there is um there is for branding, there is like, a little video like I could do some- <laughs> Instead of that, it'd be like it'd be like us, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, bro, I was like, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, "Oh, I think I lost everybody." <laughs> that we could do like a, uh, a, you know, a, a countdown. Um, you know, uh, something like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. Uh, um, good idea, bro. But yeah, we do need some sort of cool. Intro or something like that, yeah. Little five minute waiting room intro. Wait room of what? You. I'm saying a five minute intro. Facts. And people wait. Facts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll work. Yeah, if you want to send me a clip of you, I can send you a clip of some crazy with the crossbow on Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. You know. Everyone just share a clip of something that they're good at, and then I'll put it in uh, our intro for the next year. So yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll I'll work on that for you guys. Uh, I'll put all my two K clips in there, <laughs> sitting in the corner. Right <laughs> stick rippering this shit. Fair, but anyway, happy New Year to everybody. Um, how was your guys's you know holiday and a New Year? Anything fun? I didn't do shit. So, no, I did not have a ton of fun. However, you beat the hell out of I'm driving. Tall, it's good. You, you did what? Driving 17 hours. Yeah, the drive back to uh, Chicago slash Wisconsin, not Jeez. a fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, uh, especially with dogs, stuff like that. Got to stop a lot. Got to get gas. Um and then I'm always scared to eat fast food while I'm in the car because it's like I feel like food just flows right through me. So it's like I eat Popeyes right on the road, <laughs> and then 30 minutes later I got a shit. <laughs> so I got to be very selective. Did you, eat, did you well, not eat McDonald's on the way to New York? Yeah, and I had a shit. Yeah, it was a horrible <laughs> time. Yeah, <laughs> not not ideal. Um, Adam, was Santa good to you? Solid, solid, and no complaints. A lot of drinking. What was the drink of choice? <laughs> Whatever was in what, the cup. What yeah. night? <laughs> <laughs> also, you see me with my gallon of water, right? You know what I'm saying? You know, new year, man. New year, new me. This is gonna last about seven days. <laughs> oh, look at you, After man. that, I'm gonna get tired of drinking water. The thing about this is I will fill this up the night before and I'll put it in my fridge and then I'll try drinking it and then the water will just get warm. I need one of those big ass Stanley cup thermos 
things. Hey, you can make a killing off Stanley Cups right now. If you got some, you know, Stanley Cup. What do you mean make a killing off Stanley Cups? You haven't seen all that? I, I Yeah, I don't know. Like They released like a... I know they released like a pink edition Stanley Cup. And I like see, people okay. were like lining up outside the store like it was like a fucking sneaker release or like a GameStop game release. I'm not sure I know what Stanley Cups are. They're just like a like a like a thermos or like a you know like a fucking uh yeti something like that same shit fair okay um so this that yeah like the world is losing their mind off of this bro i saw a story that said that there was like 3500 people lined up outside of a like new york stanley Store or something. Starbucks latest Stanley Cup collaboration causes mayhem at Target. Fam, this? How big is this thing? Pretty big. I'm pretty sure it's about the size of like a like a Yeti that looks forty ounce. Forty ounce. (laughs) (laughs) How many ounces? Wait. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I for perspective, I, I guess I don't know. Check Can you get these at bottle. Starbucks? Yep. Wow. Look at it. This oh is, yeah. This is crazy, bro. Lines to get a pink. <laughs> For a long time, bro. It's a cup, dude. I know, but does it like is the inner linings of the cup like that? It keeps your water cold for a long time. Uh, no different than a yeti. This is wild, and they got mad. They got mad at us for looting back in the day. And then, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. That's wild. Okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah, I did, yeah, you know. <laughs> I get warmed up, you know what I'm saying, for Wordle, you know, where I shine later. Okay, but we'll, uh, I want to open the floor on the show today. We have, um, we'll talk about the college football playoff games and then we'll preview Michigan and Washington. We'll talk about Cat Williams, who just went on Shannon Sharp's show and just went berserk on everybody. So nobody was safe on that show. And then we'll talk about the uh, NFL Week 18 playoff scenarios. You know, the Bears have the chance to knock the Packers out of the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So uh, excited to talk about that. But I first want to open up with you guys, give you guys the floor, uh, because, you know, Texas came up a little bit short against Washington. You know, what went wrong in your guys' opinion? Uh, what's the plan for next year? Uh, is it Quinn Ewer season or – do you run with Arch Manning? Where Beavers comes back, he's the guy. For sure. You think you don't think that there's gonna be pressure from like the Manning family? I mean, he'll have to win the job, but I think he'll win the job. Um, what's up, Josh? See you on the IG comments. I got the IG comments on this side of my screen, and then everything else over here. Um G Bats. It's fireproof. So the Stanley Cups are fireproof as well. 
Good to know if your house catches on fire, you don't have to grab your Stanley. Got a fire, just stick your Stanley <laughs> cup over the top of it, it'll douse it out. <laughs> Stop a grease fire yeah. real quick. Uh, otherwise, it's just charged. You just got to charge it. <laughs> Every other water cup, you just got to charge it to the game. Let <laughs> <laughs> everything go. Leave the Stanley. We're good. Come back. Fair. Um, Okay, so Quinn Ewers is going to be the guy if he comes back. Um, should be. Do you think that he should come back? I think he should because it's a I strong QB draft. Should do. Because I think next year, uh, I don't know. Sure you have DJ After he wins a natty next year. You said Drew Aller from Penn State. Yeah, gonna be one of the top. Yeah, he's gonna be one of the top draft picks next year. But he stinks. I don't know if he stinks. I think Penn State stinks. He's in the Big Ten. Hey, they they run the ball a lot up there. Hey, all I'm saying is that <laughs> to Ohio State, two Big Ten teams in the national championship. So, anyways, yeah. um. <laughs> All right, so Quinn Ewers comes back. He's a starter. Arch Manning sits another year. Um, but where do you think Texas goes from here? What do you think went wrong in the game? Uh, those two fumbles. I think that's the main thing by Baxter and Jaden Blue. First three possessions, fumble. Yep. Literally the first play we ran in the second half was a fumble. Right after they drove down and scored. Next possession, we, we were, were driving punt penalties killed that drive third possession we're driving again get the ball to the 25 fumble you know <laughs> you you go you go over three against washington odds are you're gonna lose can't get a lot started if you fumble the football <laughs> you know? uh, and then shout out to them they still battle back i mean they had a shot at the end of the game <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, Kalen DeVore, obviously, really good coach, but they were kind of self-imploding towards the end of the game, and they gave Texas a shot to come back and, you know, potentially win the game. Were you happy with um, – because I saw a lot of conflicting tweets <clears throat> and thoughts from, um, you know, the Texas fans saying that they didn't love how Quinn Ewers played. Uh, did you I think that – a lot about the last, the last throw I think people were complaining about. Which, How he kind of float, floated to AD. People thought he should have put it on him. I I think he made the right decision. I think that I understand what they're talking about, but he had a lot of pressure coming from That's his right side. I don't think they, they understand what they're, what they're talking Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, you playing stuff? Yeah, I, which I, I, it doesn't make a lot of sense. That's just people that don't like, play football. Like, <laughs> he's a, he had like six passes tipped at the line in mm-hmm. scrimmage. Right side of the line collapsed. I'd rather him get the ball off. Could he could he could he have stepped up and, and gunned it? It would have been a touchdown, yes. But if he did that, there's a good chance his arm gets hit, ball gets tipped, he gets sacked. I'd rather you get the throw on, give us a shot. Yeah, the the only thing that I would say is yeah, if you step st- recognize that earlier, you step up and then you um throw like front pylon, ball at the front well, yeah. pylon. That's but that's about all you can do. Otherwise, who who knows that, that who knows that that works? I'd rather you get the throw on. True. And and people just don't pay attention to offensive line on plays like that or like defensive pressure like you see it about like people critiquing qbs all the time it's like you don't see that pressure is coming from the right side so you can't like 
step up or put the right ball that he wants to. Like if it's a clean pocket, Quinn Ewers, like we've seen Quinn Ewers, like he can put a football ever, anywhere he wants to. Like, <laughs> he would have made a much, much better throw if he didn't have pressure on his right side and he's right-handed. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with the play call. That play call worked earlier. I would let him throw the play, do that play three straight times. That's I mean, I yeah. Had. I mean, you, 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 you about to, you got one, you got one play left in the game. You got one play left in the game. I don't give a damn what you do. I, I'd rather lose the game trying to get the ball to my best fucking player than right. some <laughs> other random shit. At, you know what I'm saying? Trying to do some, trying to get too cute, and you know, I don't give a damn. My my best player versus your best player. Unless, you know, I I'll go out like that every time. Times, though the other, this is a play calls before that where it's like, what are we doing? You know, I don't yeah. know the play call like the check down. I don't know if that was the play call or maybe like this, the look just wasn't there. So we checked it down just to save time, I guess. But, I think they thought they were going to catch Washington in a blitz. They did. In the no, blitz, and, and it was yeah, and it wasn't there. So you just check it down, and you live to fight another day. Which, which I agree with too. And people saying, yeah, you can't check it down there. I mean, you, it's first down. You, you're gonna have three more plays. You don't want to. I would. I wouldn't want to just throw the ball in a double coverage. Right. Just check it down and and go again. Yeah. Do you yeah, think Texas? Know. Do you think Texas is gonna be better next year? I think, I think they'll be about the same. Uh, yeah. A lot of the receiving production is gone. Yeah, it's a lot of unknowns. On for... AD Mitchell will probably be gone. Xavier Worthy's gone. JT Sanders is gone. Jordan Whittington's gone. <laughs> that's that's. With that being said, we have a lot of production coming in. But we do have a lot of production coming in. Can they mesh? Right. The the I think I think talent wise. Would be very similar, but chemistry wise, just you got a jail on offense. I think if Quinn Ewers does come back, that is a significant boost. Um, yes, that will definitely help the learning curve because you already that's have right. QB set. It's like yes, that's he knows everything. He can help. He can help everybody like mm-hmm. um, adapt quicker. I think if you kind of reset that with Arch, now it's like everybody top to bottom is Arch new number one receiver. Yeah, that'll be tough on on anybody. But I think you were, Quinn Ewers is going to come back. It'd be a smart thing to do. Yeah, I think he lights up the Big Ten. To be honest, the SEC. Yeah. SEC or the SEC. Sorry. Yeah, I think he's going. I mean, think... he's in, he's improved miles from what he was last year. Yeah, he can make a couple reads now. He doesn't have to just yeah. And read. now, and this year, you know, he now he he seems comfortable in the offense. Now he can kind of just spin it. Yeah, let, let him go. Yeah, I never um, feel like if he comes back, I'll be very excited. I never feel like he, uh, you know, you used to feel like he mentally checked out of games, like he was just like rattled as fuck. I never feel like he's rattled in there now. You know, he was getting fucking, he was getting hit in the fucking face against Washington a lot. Yeah. He was just, you know. But he, you know, he, his head was still on straight. He still made big time throws, big time plays, made the ones that we needed. Unfortunate for the last play, he didn't have time to do what he probably needed to do. And honestly, I probably would have threw that bitch up too. Ain't no way I'm trying to avoid that pressure first and then deliver the strike. Especially it's, with like the where you're at on the field and like the route that's 
called for that play. Like you don't have it's yeah, a timing you, play. Like you gotta throw it before yeah. he turns around. Exactly. It's a timing play, especially like, back shoulder like Adam, outside they, and, lines. Like the people like, that complain about it, they they don't understand the play design. Like what <laughs> what's like you guys like you guys like, say a lot of people who are who are <laughs> talking, you know, never play football or don't really understand football. You also gotta remember there's a lot of fucking football before that play. Right. And when yours had been getting fucking railed. Yeah. During that <laughs> for the for the majority of that game. Yeah. And if he wasn't, he was pressured. It was you know, they were always intent. Yeah, it was it was, it was a always lot of football that happened before that play. So when that play comes up, it's like, hey, I don't give a damn what you do. Get the ball out of here. Do not could the throw have been better. Yeah. Yes. I like I think if that's Caleb Williams, that throws are probably a lot better. But yeah, everybody you know, everybody's not everybody's not Joe Burrow. You know, True. not yet. You know, uh, yeah, I don't. I think Quinn Ewers is a, an exceptional passer, honestly. So I, I, I don't think there's just much, much more that like he could have done. <laughs> I had no issue. I had no issue with it. To he be threw honest. a he threw a pass to Jaden Blue on the sideline that he caught the one over the shoulder that he caught. Mm-hmm. That was yep. a perfect pass. The crazy yeah. thing is, he threw the exact same pass before that that Jaden Blue dropped. Yeah. It was insane that it looked the exact same way both times he threw it. Right. Now, same spot. Same spot, same same throw. As we're talking about exceptional passers, the other side of of y'all. Both of y'all owe that man apology. I do. I do. I do. do. Both of y'all owe that man an apology. I told you at the start of the season. It's January 4th. Look, it's January 4th, 2024. And what's up, Vale? Um, 2024, and I am here to apologize to Michael Penix Jr. Jesus Christ. I thought, I mean, look, like he fucking Thanos, bro. Bro, (laughs) I don't from from Michael Penix at Indiana, it seems like eight years ago to now in Washington. That's that's LeBron, bro. (laughs) Like, there's some throws that he was making. And it just looks like he's throwing the ball before like the route even develops, and then the ball is just there. And his like throwing motion's a little funky, like it's it's not you know the typical like arm path, but the ball is literally in the bucket. He kind of he's like black Tua to me. Like I feel like him and Tua are like a lot alike in, in comparison. Like two is really anticipatory because he doesn't have like the strongest arm ever. I I don't think Michael Penix's arm is like super elite, but his accuracy is like incredible and like anticipatory throws that he makes, especially like the rail shots down the sidelines. I like he's he's nuts to and he he's just on he one right now. CJ Stroud and I when I watch him. Yeah, yeah, that's who I yeah. see. I like that too. I I see a lot of two. I see a lot of CJ Stroud. Like. I, yeah, it's those dogs watching them in person. I'm like, God damn, <laughs> bro. One of those, one of those, uh, uh, you can't even get through. mad. Like, Ryan yeah. was, Ryan was getting toasted, right? Like, what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> he's on one of those deep balls. He threw, he threw on a fucking rope, and I was like, damn, he got he got pretty good arm strength. Then the next one he threw, he threw to the fucking moon, and I, yeah. and I was like, bro, that ball dropped right where it was supposed to be. He threw that bit sky fucking high, yeah, it's cross field. It was so tough. From like an NFL draft prospect perspective, I'm really interested to see what type of situation that he goes to. I think I think honestly, like he could be 
you know, people talk about like how old he is already. And they're doing like comparisons of like him and Bo Nix compared to like the age of like Justin Fields, CJ Stroud and, and others who are already in the league. But it's like, I think he's, if as long as he gets into like a, a good situation, same with like every quarterback, but I think he's going to be really good in the, in the NFL, like compared to like, I, I have way less question marks on him than some of the other quarterbacks that are coming out, like Drake may like, you know, people like that. Like I have way more confidence in, in Michael Penix jr. In the NFL than like Drake may at this point. Um, but I'm, I'm really interested on how, you know, Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay, they're going to rank them and stuff like that. And those wide receivers, too. Those motherfuckers, goddamn, they catch everything. Odunze. All the Jalen Polk, all of them. Yeah. That's three NFL wide receivers. I mean, yeah. If you're capped, this this draft in general is going to be a Texas boy. It's going to be a crazy QB wide receiver draft this year. And yeah. it's a really good tackle draft, too. Yep. That's why the Bears need to trade the number one pick. And go out. I'll go on a tangent on that another time. But <laughs> Bears need to trade the number one pick. They can get so much stuff back for how great this draft is going to be. Um, they could be. I think they, real quick, I think they. that's going to depend on what happens with the Cardinals. If the Bears trade that pick, I think they're going to end up trading it regardless. I'll go into reasons why another time, but I think they're the Bears are going to trade it as long as like he doesn't look like shit against the Packers this week. Like I think if he has a good game against the Packers, then they're going to trade the pick. Like you just can't, you can't. You don't, can't think, they take, you don't think they take Marvin number one? No, because I think you could trade back to either two or three and get. Um, that's what I. That's what I was saying was that if it's the Cardinals at two, two. What I'm saying is that if it's the Cardinals at two. Oh, you think they would take Marvin Harrison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair. Um Yeah. I would I'd be fine not trading the pick and taking Marvin Harrison Jr. number one, honestly. Like that's your guy. That's your guy. It, you're right, exactly. Right. Like, <laughs> and if they do want to trade number one back or trade number one, uh trade back a little bit and then acquire a bunch of draft picks and you get to like number three and Arizona does take um Marvin Harrison Jr. Like you can either trade back again and get more picks yeah, and go then get Rome at eight. Go get Rome. Yeah, exa- exactly. Like there's so many wide receivers. <laughs> All back that, six, go get Rome. Exactly. There's so many wide receivers in this draft that you know they're not gonna be Marvin Harrison Jr. That seems like the can't miss, right? Like you plug in in right away. That's Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Trade right back away. to see if they'll get Malik neighbors. Trade exactly. Back. Like I would trade if, back. I go get Brock and then I go back in i go get wrong or, see i think that i think the bears really like cole Komet, so i i damn. i have I right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but to be honest like i wouldn't mind having brock bowers you run two tight end sets like how the patriots used to do um and then you can get justin in space like they, there's just so many reasons why not to draft Caleb Williams. There's just so many. Anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to bog, bog chime down with that. Um, let's talk about the Alabama Michigan game. And I will say that I was wrong about both picks this weekend or last weekend. I took Texas and Alabama raw. Um, uh, I definitely under undervalued and underestimated how dominant Michigan's defensive line was going to be in this game. I knew they were good. 
but it was just like a lot of people had questions about the competition that Michigan had throughout the year, how it would fare against Alabama, even though Alabama's offensive line wasn't like the Alabama that we're used to. Um, but Michigan's defensive line just right. manhandled. I, I picked them to win. I think that's the best defense in the country. Yeah. Which like, which like, yeah, like uh, stats wise, they're good. I was just like, it was like one of those things for me to where like we've seen Michigan have like similar seasons and then they would run into like Georgia and get whooped. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't have a, I didn't have any doubts about their defense. It was their offense. I think everybody. Had True. I, yeah. Same like, thing. So it was like Alabama isn't going to, isn't a powerhouse on offense either. So it's right. not like they're going to have to, they don't have to score a lot of points to be Alabama. Now, Washington, they might have to score a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. But so, can Michigan slow down? Washington? They can. Yeah. They can because. Texas could have ran for 350 yards on, on Washington. They yeah, Blake Horn's going to go nuts. Just couldn't stop him. Yeah. Stop. If you don't turn the ball over, Texas just runs them. If they don't, they don't have those two, those two fumbles, they just run the ball down that belt and they win. They're just running up, just run their ass. And Michigan is gonna just run their ass. You know, Michigan don't give a damn. We watched that one game where <laughs> old boy didn't throw a pass for three quarters. Right. I, I do think Jim Harbaugh like trusts JJ McCarthy, even though like literally first play from scrimmage against Alabama, he threw what should have been a pick and buddy keeps both <laughs> yeah. feet in bounds like or reestablishes himself. I thought. I thought honestly, like that's a very small thing, but but from like a mental side of thing, imagine if that interception held up, and it's like you're in the college football playoff semifinal, your first play is a pick. Like, how fucked could you be mentally from that? You give Alabama good field position off a rip, they go score a touchdown. Like that was a big play, um, in, yeah. in that game. But yeah, I I I was surprised, like kind of how manhandled. Alabama was in this game. I and, saw it against Texas. Yeah. Um, and I just thought J.J. McCarthy was going to make some mistakes. And, you know, he really he had four incompletions, I think. I think it was like 17 and 21 or something like that. And Blake Corum did what he wanted. Um, they're a good team, man. Michigan's a good team. Man. I got like eight NFL players on that defense. Yeah, their defense is nuts. It's insane. So... I, yeah, I think th- this is probably the best scenario for like the college football national championship. I think this is a really good matchup, and something's got to give. Either Washington scores a lot of points, but I kind of worry about like Michigan's pass rush throwing off Washington's play timing. Well, see, Texas has a really good pass rush too. They were they're top five in QB pressures. Mm-hmm. Washington's offensive line is very good. Best offensive line in the country. Yeah, at, at keeping him. And Michael Pace avoids like he he's really, really smooth in the pocket. He avoids those yeah. sacks really yeah. well. He doesn't get touched. And I think the way to keep him clean, it's can the covers hold up? You know, he he you know he's gonna make the perfect throw. You know, the receivers yep. can catch it. Is can the DB can you know are you are you better than Ryan Watson? <laughs> I, I mean, how can you be worse? <laughs> you know, can, can you make the play? Really, what it comes down to? I that's think like outside Will Johnson versus Roma Donze gonna be crazy. That's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be crazy. Do you think like they shot like he shadows him the whole game? 
Like follows uh, I think he shot him Marvin Harrison Jr. Didn't he? He didn't. I, I don't know. I just think that Washington has a plethora of talent over there. Yeah, true. Stuck on one side. That's true. On one side. The other, yeah. That's yeah, true. yeah, just whoever whoever's over there. <laughs> I, I think this is a great coaching matchup. Jim Harbaugh, Kalen DeBoer. Ah man. Yeah, I'm excited. I am I am pulling for Michigan. I got a lot of Michigan fr- friends out here in Boston, so I will say I am pulling for Michigan, you know, Big Ten, you know. Um but what do you guys what do you guys think? Early predictions. Michigan minus four and a half. Is a line. I like Michigan. I think from what I've seen against Washington, I think it's Texas against Washington. I don't think they can stop the run. Like Aaron said, I think Michigan get one stop. They can get one or two stops. Texas couldn't. <laughs> so we knew that though. We knew. Do that you trust? Bad. Do you trust uh, JJ McCarthy though? To I trust not make any mistakes. He, he he's gonna give you one. But I think they can get away with get with giving away one. So that means they got to get two stops. Two stops control the clock. I think this new year, I got Michigan. Man, I feel like I feel like I want to lean Michigan as well. But I've bet against Washington so many times this year, <laughs> and they just made me look stupid. Michael Penix has made me look stupid throughout the year, so. I'm inclined to go with Washington, but I think it's like, how many times can you prove me wrong? <laughs> can they do it one more time? Um, but I think I'm going Michigan. I think it's going to be like, I'm trying to think of a good score, 28, 21 maybe. Or it might get to 30. I think you can't hold Washington to only like 21 points. I don't see it. Uh, let's go see, like Arizona State held him without a touchdown. But I just don't see Michigan scoring that many points either. Because so I, I think they're Michigan, just gonna run the clock Michigan and ugly the game. Somewhere up. around, somewhere around twenty-eight to thirty. Yeah, if Washington gets over in the thirties, then I think I think Michigan's in trouble. If Washington gets about twenty-two, Michigan could be in danger. Yeah. I kind of think too, like in a close game, who do I trust more? And I, trust I Michael Penix more. Exactly. And I trust Kalen DeBoer's like creativity a lot more and their weapons a lot more. <clears throat> I don't know. If I'm 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 betting this game, I'm like trying to put in a, a, a bet right now. Honestly, fuck it. Because everything I bet the opposite happens, it seems. Because <laughs> <Right now. laughs> uh, I want to take, I, I feel like Washington will cover four and a half. Oh, I, I feel like it's going to be like a, a 30, 32, 28 is like what I like see in my mind. You know, like Michigan. How, how healthy Dylan Johnson is. Exactly. I think, I think like. Michigan 32, Washington 28 is like the number that's popped in my head. So Washington covers a four and a half. But Michigan wins. It gets a 32 in the 30s. I, don't, I can't think more like Washington, honestly. I think a Washington, if they go out there <laughs> and they just say, look, Michael Penn, you know, throw the ball 50 times. I think they're going to 
They tried. They almost lost that game because they kept trying to run the fucking ball. True. I don't know why the hell they did that. I would, and, I would never run it. And, and if Dylan Johnson is hurt, I think they're going to say, fuck it. We're going to air this hole out. And I think if they do that. Let's see if I can find any stats on, or any tweets on Dylan he's, Johnson. He's, he said he's going to play, but how healthy is he? Yeah. I want the fruit snacks. It looked bad. Yeah. It didn't look good. And you only get a you only get a week. I mean, he was like he being carted off. True, yeah, and he's been banged up like all year too. Yeah, he was already injured. I mean, X-rays are negative. Uh, right now I'm gonna say Michigan still, but I'm leaning more, uh, more towards Washington. Talking myself into it. Okay, I'm reading a, a tweet from the transfer portal. On the matter uh, that just came up in my search, it says in the 2020 season, Trey Sermon helped Ohio State smash Clemson in the semifinal, but was ineffective against Alabama in the title game because he was hurt. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna play. You see how healthy he is. Okay, so I'm. I think. I think that Washington covers, and I I, I still see 32-28 Michigan. Right. That's what I. That's what I got. That's what I'm betting anyway. Aaron, I've, been you... back, I've been back and forth on it quite a few times, and I'll probably do it again. Mm-hmm. But currently, I'm sitting at Michigan fucking steamrolls Washington. Really? Because you think that? I think that that could happen if Michigan gets like a like a ten point lead if they go up like ten zero. Uh, part of it is if Dylan Johnson is healthy enough to really play. Mm-hmm. If Washington goes in there one-dimensional, I, man, I just find it hard. I mean, I get it. I mean, my Michael Penix is, I mean, she showed it. It doesn't fucking matter. But I, I start to, I don't know if 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 Washington is playing catch up mm-hmm. because Michigan's controlling the clock. Michigan's defense is so damn good, man. So I, good. I, I, <laughs> at every level, at every yeah. level. I, I start to I, I just kind of lean towards Michigan just fucking steam and like also you know I'm I'm kind of a, a trend guy in the way that like you know look at kind of the trends and like in college ball playoff typically yeah but at least one fucking smackdown I know point. I know but at like the, point, the semifinals were so good yeah yeah um and I you know obviously you don't want to put too much stock into that but for this situation, I'm not betting, so I kind of do. Um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to say that Michigan fucking steamrolls Washington. Like I love 34, 31 Michigan. Like I like that. I like I see that happening too. That's a lot of well. I just think there's gonna be a lot of points. If Washington's offense are rolling like like I just feel like Washington's offense, if it's gonna be a beat down for Michigan, Washington's offense just doesn't kind of get going. They get they don't really get into a rhythm, kind of caught off guard a lot. Missing yeah. Dylan Johnson, obviously they can't really not balance out the run, but you know, they can't lean on a run really. Here's the thing yeah. with Washington. If, if it gets right? to the 31 points, that means their offense is kind of clicking a little bit. Yeah, that means that means like Washington, like it wasn't easy against Texas. They made some tough throws. Like right. Penix was putting that shit on a rope. He's got to let Ryan Watson out there. Once, well, once, once, once Derrick Williams started to play. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I think do you think do you think he does that again? He repeats that exact form. Is he gonna have to? And then so, some, especially the one dimensional. I think that what's gonna happen is Michigan, it's it's gonna be that Washington comes like storms back late. I think I think Michigan is gonna go up. I, I put the I put the correct score or the final score prediction as 34-31 Michigan. And I think what's gonna happen is Michigan's gonna go up, you know, like 34-21 or something like that. Late, like you know, eight minutes left in the fourth, and then Washington storms back and Probably they score a touchdown. Did. Yeah, exactly. And I think the score ends up 34-31. And I think that's how both teams get into the 30s. Yeah, I can kind of see that. Because I think that Michigan's going to get the lead late and then they're going to build the lead and then they're going to try and hold it late by running the ball and then they're going to give the ball back to Washington. Michael Penix is going to throw some dots. They're going to score. They're going to run the ball again, three and out, get the ball back, and then they're going to go kick a field goal to make it 34-31 and then they don't get the ball back. Yeah. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I think I'm right there with you. I think I'm right there with you. I like it. I need it. <laughs> I, need, I need it. Um, I hit my parlay on the game. That was an easy parlay to hit. I had a four uh, player parlay on the Texas Washington. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You're tough. Are you tough? It was pretty easy. I had the under for Dylan Johnson's uh, rushing yards. That was easy. Michael Penix over 300 passing yards. He got that in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, just slinging the bitch everywhere. <laughs> and then I had, then I had Jatavian Sanders over seventy receiving yards. He got that, right? And then um, Jalen Pope touchdown, or Jalen McMillan touchdown anytime. That's pretty good. I, I I get nervous betting on college kids because like college kids are so unpredictable, unpredictable. and it's like. College kids, because they're not professionals, like they could wake up and be like, fuck it. I'm just like, I just don't got it today. Or like, just mentally, they're not <laughs> there. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like I said, the ones, the ones that I mentioned were pretty fucking fair. Yeah. Dry. No, no, that was going to happen. And it was the over, too. I hit the over, which was obvious. Okay. Fair play. Um, okay. So, and then, Aris, you said Michigan is going to steamroll them. Uh, I also have Michigan. Adam, did you flip to Washington or do you I'm still Michigan? Go blue. Still Michigan. Yeah, I, I'm go. I'm go blue at this point. My guy, my guys are Michigan fans, so I'm gonna roll with Michigan. Uh, okay, so do you want to touch on any more like transfer portal news? Ohio State got a quarterback. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Fuck. They got. They got a kid from Kansas State. Um, Will Howard. Will Howard, yes. Uh, do you like the fit? He's pretty good. Do you think that puts Ohio he, State in Big Ten Championship? I think they're the uh, favorite. I think they're the favorite right now. I put him as a favorite. Really? J.J. McCarthy comes back too, right? Because he's only junior. Sophomore, junior. He'll probably come back, but okay. everybody else is leaving on that team. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, including so yeah. head coach. You think so? Yeah. Come on. 
See, like, I've like gone back and forth on if Jim Harbaugh is going to leave Michigan, and if I'm him, I'm like, why would you want to leave? Like, you literally have the easiest job possible for yourself, unless there's going to be like some sanctions coming down from like the sign stealing stuff afterwards. Then I would give it a thought. But you're a Michigan man. The rules. True, but it's like so many unnecessary rules in college football. He's done what to deal with. I guess so, but I feel like with nil stuff there's a lot more you know leniency before they actually have like regulations for nil because right now it's a free-for-all so and at his point like he can just go get players paid as much as they want and that makes recruiting so much easier you just won a national championship you're a michigan man the boosters will love you forever um well at least what he knows he can get that job whenever he wants if he wants to go back he's like i don't feel like doing this shit no more true i guess um, he seems like type that he delegates everything. Like, you know, I just want to coach. I don't want to do yeah. all this other stuff. You go handle that. Don't tell me how you do it. Right. <laughs> go, I trust. I trust it. you. Hand up. Trust you. You know, I'll do. Uh, I'll do the on field stuff. Fair. Um. Okay. So Will Will Howard is going to Ohio State. Um. Ethan Kalia Kamanis is going to Rutgers. For, uh, DJ my QB one next year. Let's go. And you know, DJ might be a first round pick after he wins a natty for Florida State. You gonna say uh, Hmm? Huh? What'd you say? Is he gonna stay healthy? That is tacky, bro. You're tacky. gonna get in. You're tacky, bro. Um no, D- D- DJ's a hoss, bro. He's 6'4", 250 pounds. He better be healthy. <laughs> uh, Malik Murphy, transferring to Duke. Do you like the fit there? I do. Duke's been kind of slinging the rock last few years. Riley yeah, Leonard. Right. I mean, Oh, yeah, Riley Leonard, too, transferred to uh, Notre Dame, Notre right? Dame. Yeah. I feel like he just he just looks like a Notre Dame QB, like you can just like look at people and just like yeah. peg them. Like, yeah, you're a QB yeah. at Notre Dame. You know, clean cut white dude, probably goes to church. Just an overall good guy, good boyfriend, looking <laughs> like guy you bring home to mom and dad. Strong handshake. That's a Notre Dame QB. Uh, KJ Jefferson to UCF. Be good with Gus Malzahn. Yeah, that makes a move. Dante Moore, we already, I think we talked about this. Dante Moore to Oregon. Yeah. That was uh, a little confusing. Cause he's going to no sit here. He must, he must want to sit. Yeah. He must want to sit. Yeah. Like, why would you not go somewhere to play right away? Um, LSU getting a Vanderbilt quarterback. Um, uh, Nate Johnson going from Utah to Vanderbilt. Uh, Kyle McCord going to Syracuse. He's going to light up. He's gonna, I feel like he's going to be on his revenge arc next year. Uh, Will Rogers to Washington. Solid. Yeah. Aiden Childs to Michigan State. I thought he would. I thought he would stay. No, his coach. Went, his coach went there. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Tyler Van Dyke to Wisconsin. God, that, that one just still hurts. I just don't. Van Dyke. 
That one still hurts. And dying. The dairy rate gonna go crazy next year. No, he's Wisconsin. not. No, he's On not. Wisconsin, the dairy rate the thing is, too, he does look like a Wisconsin QB. <laughs> he does. Like the way he like kind of carries himself, what he looks like. It, yeah, it's gonna be ugly. It's gonna be ugly, but I, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, Phil Longo. Um, you didn't know we were a Tyler Van Dyke podcast. No, we're not. Dang. We're not a Miami podcast. We're not a Tyler Van Dyke podcast. We're not a Florida podcast. None of that. Um, who do you think though? Who do you think though plays out of Dylan Gabriel and Dante Moore? You don't think Dante Moore challenges Dylan at all? No shot. He's better than Dylan Gabriel. So. Say that again. I don't think he's better than Dylan. Gabriel, oh, so I thought you said he think he is. Okay. Um, yeah, nothing else to note, I guess. Um, but there's some names that are still out there, though. Like Malachi Nelson. He's uh, going on a visit to Boise State. What do you think about that? Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, go. Uh, sure, dude. <laughs> we'll see you Ooh, next so- year when you enter the portal again. So who is USC bringing in next year that he's just not going to play? The is it? Are they rolling with the kid that played in the bowl game? Are you talking about USC? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, like Malachi Nelson couldn't start next year. Maybe some. some he I was guess. fucking hooping. Um, yeah, he was hooping in the bowl game. Uh, the Liberty QB is transferring from Liberty because he's like, hey, I'm a little better than this. <laughs> hey, I don't need Liberty anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need this bullshit anywhere. So this. Um, Jaden Delora from Arizona. Bryson Barnes from Utah. Arizona uh, got a QB. Good. Ty Thompson from Oregon. He's got an unfortunate shake. You saw Casey Thompson's coming back for another year. Yeah, fucking how? <laughs> he was in the border. I was like, bro, hey, bro, just just twenty six years old. Just go sell insurance, man. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Eris, you want to take the lead on talking about like what the hell is going on with Cat Williams and just why is he just at everybody neck? It's 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 January fourth, right? Yeah. And Started the year out hot. Like. Like who hurt him? I, well, I mean, apparently he's been hurt by, or you know, people have been talking about shit about him for a while. But like, why now to go call up Shannon Sharp to just go off on on everybody? Can you give the yeah, rundown? So for for those of you who don't know, um, Shannon Sharp has a, a, a billion jobs, right? He's on a billion daytime TV shows, and he has two like nighttime podcasts or whatever. But he has one in particular called Club Chase. Shea. Yeah. Um, Club Chay Chay is just like everybody, right? Entertainers, sports figures, just conversation um, and interviews. Well, Cat Williams um, called up Shannon Sharp and said, "Hey, like, I'm, I'm coming on the show. Let's like let's ride." In a three-hour-long interview, um, Cat Williams hates everybody, and I say hates. Um, he makes it very clear that he doesn't hate everybody, but he comes in and he's talking about Ricky Smiley. He's talking about Friday mm-hmm. after next. He's talking about uh, Steve Harvey, says he's the entertainer, D.L. Hughley, talks about his upbringing, um, talks a little bit about 
everything Cat Williams. Um, but the part that's really the, the 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 parts I should say that are really going off about uh, or that everyone's going off about on social media right now uh, is kind of obviously Ricky Smiley, um, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, um, uh, Taraji P Henson. What he okay. says about Kanye. There's so there's so much in this interview um, that Cat Williams touches on, uh, but. The main part is just the 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 disdain that he has for most comedians in the industry. Yeah, like Cedric uh, the Entertainer. Yeah, like, that that the it, it's, it's 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 insane. Um, Steve so Harvey. Interview, I would advise you to pull up YouTube if you ever got you know three hours that that you want to spend. I would listen to the whole thing. Um, obviously, for most people, I couldn't find. I I listened to it before they had cut it up into twenty to, to a yeah. twenty minute highlight film. Yeah, there's like a 30 minute video that Shannon Sharp has on his podcast channel that you could watch, like the highlights of it. But it's but nuts. I mean, we're gonna talk as a group here. Probably we're gonna probably talk about most of the stuff. How how you feel about most of the stuff and stuff that you didn't know. First of all, do you think he's telling the truth? I do. So I I think everything Cat Williams said is is fact. So like. Yeah, so like, like, give some example, like, so to give some examples, like, so uh, Steve, the Steve Harvey thing, I, I fully believe. Yeah, I love so, Steve Harvey. I still love Steve Harvey, but I, I think Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, what are you saying about him, like stealing jokes and so, him just not being funny not, and stuff like that? Uh, first the Steve Harvey thing, right? So the Steve Harvey thing, Bo was talking about is just like how Steve Harvey, um, is pretty much like self-centered self-serving right it's like how steve harvey is obviously he steals jokes um mm-hmm. he's really not funny he shouldn't have, he shouldn't have headlined kings of comedy um right. the original kings of comedy for you though you don't know that's just a stand-up of like six comedians that they were all kind of went on tour together and had this big like comedy extravaganza steve harvey it was pretty much his tour um, so he headlined it but he kevin hart was i mean not kevin hart which he also went on kevin hart but cat williams was talking about uh, how Steve Harvey shouldn't have headlined it, shouldn't have headlined it because he wasn't the funniest. Right. If you ask anybody who knows anything about the original King of Comedy, who was the funniest? Bernie Mac, right? Bernie Mac is one of the can't funniest say nothing about ever. Bernie ever. Yeah, <laughs> Bernie Mac is one of the funniest humans ever, and he should have headlined it. So Steve Harvey stealing jokes, um, even so so much as Kevin. I mean, Cat Williams was talking about how Steve Harvey pretty much stole his like background mm-hmm. like he was talking about how he was 13 he moved out he was homeless people took him in etc 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 he went in on that and he was just he he went in on the how he would uh steal the whole uh the hang with mr cooper thing yeah or the, the the uh what's his name mark 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 god what is mark's last name oh my god the comedian anyway the the hang with Mr. Cooper guy, he went and stole his whole bit. Um, found out Steve Harvey had the fake the fake high top fade. <laughs> yeah, the, me- the memes on Twitter were nuts <laughs> from that man. Um, uh, Drill say most people Cal was talking about tried to downplay him first, so he reached out to the only person. Yeah, Shannon Sharp will literally allow anybody to come on his show and say whatever because he, Shannon Sharp's kind of untouchable right now too. So like they he can yeah. have whoever on. Um, 
so they blackballed him. So yeah, so Cowboys yeah, so, had nothing to lose really. So that's why I don't so, think he's lying because he had nothing right, to lose by right. coming out and saying anything. So to that point, um, uh, for other for the other comedians, right? He's Shannon Sharp has had Cynthia Entertainer on. He's had Ricky Smiley on on, on the show. Um, and so once Cat Williams, he say, "Dude, I, I listen to you. Like I watch these, and whenever they." <laughs> Whenever they 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 talk about me, that's when I have to because these are stories that I'm involved in. I'm not telling you anything that I wasn't involved in. Um, so he comes onto the show. He try, he said, "I'm setting the record straight." Yeah, I'm setting the record straight. Fair play. Um, so he goes in on 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 Steve Harvey. He goes in on Cedric the Entertainer stealing jokes. Fun fact: people have been tweeting the clips of the jokes that Cedric the Entertainer stole. It's bad. That looks bad. <laughs> It's not a good look. You say he's lying. Really? Yeah. Oh, that bad? I, I saw. I saw what Cat Williams said, but I haven't looked look, look for the jokes yet. There was one joke that, like, uh, Cat Williams, he was saying on the the episode that, like, he he wrote that was like his ending joke, yeah, like that, every yeah. single time. And then Cedric verbatim just stole that and just like changed one one thing about it. And like people were posting clips of like that joke, like kind of like side by side of him stealing that. It is just it just looks have, bad. Have you ever have y'all ever heard Cedric the Entertainer's like one of his most famous jokes is like it's it's the Bominicious joke? Yep. That so he stole that one and that one's yeah. circulating. That one's circulating. That, that was bad. Right yeah. That's bad. Like <laughs> like if, if you look at it it's like Cedric the Entertainer telling the joke in like 2020 HD camera uh you know like it's 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 like 4K it's like you know yeah. it's brand like the, the lighting's perfect. And then the the video that he's the 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 place where he took the joke from is like 1988. It's mm -hmm. like it looks like it's being recorded on a potato. It's like it got like the grainy like background where it's like you know it, it's it's bad. And of course, Mace Cat Williams like he's telling the truth, which I I, I, mean, I I think he is, but I don't think he has a reason to lie. Is like the the thing because again, yeah, like to Drell's point, he's being blackballed and. You know, he's got nothing to lose. And yeah. the most dangerous people are the people that are like backed into a corner, you know, especially when he get he has records of all your skeletons that you have in y'all's closet. Like somebody pushed him too far. And that's why I think that everything he's saying is fact, because there's just no reason for him to lie. Now, the fallout from it. I don't know what the fallout's gonna be. You know, people will probably worst just how worse could it get? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I mean not for him, but I'm saying like oh, all the people they, oh. you know, it's almost like like the Epstein list coming out. Like people, bro, he, <laughs> named, bro, he named everybody, right? I don't, named. I don't think it'll be that bad because, like, I think the people that it really reached, I guess, I don't think that's really. Like that's not really. I feel like Kevin Hart has other, as a, as a whole other following, right? Yeah, you know that then people who don't even know who Cat Williams is, right? I think like the know. people that as like, an entertainer. I mean, he's is he really doing much? I feel like he's he kind of, he can kind of just just chill in the background, just ride in the sunset. Yeah, yeah. I saw I, I Chris could... put out a diss track. <laughs> right? <laughs> Did you heard it? No, no. You should listen to it. Pull it. I think it's on Twitter. I think it's on Twitter. Wait, who pulled out a diss track? Ludacris. Ludacris. Oh, he went in on Ludacris too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I should play that on. 
<laughs> I haven't heard it. No, I don't know if I should I should play it. Um but I will it, it was like on my list of things to do. Just a, Ricky Smiley has a has answered back, says the entertainers answered back. So like what are they saying? Like what are they saying in return? Ricky Smiley was talking about how was how was, was talking about how um his side of the story of how the whole money mike thing went. I mean, he was giving his flowers kind of too though. He was like, he's like, I think the the pimp, I think the pimp thing went significantly better than what I was gonna have to play. Um, yeah, because Cat Williams said he like he wrote a lot of the stuff for like Friday yeah. after next, like what people should wear. Like, yeah, he said things. he he said like so. Ricky Smiley said like, listen, like I think the pimp thing was a, was significantly better than the role that I had entered. That I so I, he said that he auditioned for the role, but mm-hmm. the role wasn't what Cat Williams ended up doing, right. right? Which is which is what Cat Williams said. But he also said that like uh, he said like that the whole like the the way that it went wasn't like the way that cat williams said right like it wasn't he didn't go and say that they gave him the role and he should have been doing that he said that he thought that the santa role was better for him anyway um and then he called up like his manager at the time and and they they both kind of corroborated each other's story um but he but he 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 did say he did say cat williams did the like that was his first that was his first movie um in that role and for him to do as well as he did was exceptional he's a great entertainer and all that stuff but um that was what ricky smiley said as far as what Sidney the entertainer said it came off like Sidney the entertainer didn't know what he was talking about like mm, no you, you you know you know yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know saying? ricky smiley was like yeah i mean like I, I auditioned for the role and they said they want me to play the role and then i left and the next day they called me up and said that they're going to give it to somebody else and we want you to do this role. Yeah. I And then said the entertainer was like, hey, I, don't, I don't know what he's talking about. I think like Ricky Smiley admit, admitting to like some of it being true is kind of like a tactic of, all right, I'll admit this part, like I'll concede this part being true, but everything else I'm not going to acknowledge and hope that that part kind of goes it's like it's okay. like when your girl texts you a long paragraph and you reply like one portion of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. Which one always makes everything worse. Yeah. <laughs> the so like, uh, part. Um, so you're just gonna not talk about like the the rest of it. Like, here's a Stanley Cup. Fuck. But yeah, man. Uh yeah, it this the clips of cedric the entertainer uh stealing the jokes those clips going around on twitter those make him look really bad him not acknowledging or acting like you know what cat williams saying isn't true it looks bad i think if i'm steve harvey i probably don't even respond because like the stuff he said about steve harvey about steve harvey saying that he didn't want to act anymore because he had all these shows that he was uh, like he was too busy or whatever, and apparently that's not true. Like, whatever. If I'm Steve Harvey, I, I don't give two shits because I'm yeah, I'm Steve Harvey. The thing is, yeah. I think it's relatively common knowledge that of of the fallout between Steve Harvey and Bernie Mac. Yeah, and I think that's what Cat Williams is more mad at. Yeah, um, and so and I and I already so that's kind of what made me kind of think that well. That they made me feel like most of what Cat Williams said was true was because um 
like I knew about that fallout, right? I knew that they were they were all pretty jealous of Bernie, with the exception of DL. Yeah, um, I mean, Bernie's just a man, bro. Like he was just a man. Like, <laughs> no, no doubt in my mind, he should have headline. A hundred percent. But can't do anything about that now, obviously. But Adam, what's one of Bernie's famous lines? What do you say? Um, anyway, I'm interested if there's going to be any more fallout from from that or people responding to it. But Kevin Hart said something on the Breakfast Club. I don't know if that was recent. Oh, I didn't know what he said. I don't know if that was like recent or not, but he was bashing Kevin Hart and stuff. With uh, Tiffany Haddish right there too. I I mean, a lot of stuff that what he said, honestly, I didn't disagree with. Like just people not being funny. Like there's just a lot of those people that are just oh yeah, are not funny. And I think like Kevin Hart, I think his stand up, I think when I was younger, he had originally came onto the scene. I thought was funny, but I think Kevin Hart movies that I see him in now and stuff like that. I just think it none of it is just funny. No. I at all, I, I never thought Kevin Hart was that funny, and I think he probably feels some type of way about that now that people are kind of realizing that he's just not funny. And but, um, okay. Anyway, uh, moving on to NFL Week 18, a lot of playoff implications in a lot of these games. Uh, for instance, the Packers need a win over the Chicago Bears to get in. Oh, the Bears. Um, and you know what? Uh, this is the Super Bowl. This is Super Bowl week for me, personally, <laughs> for for many reasons. One, I hate the Packers. I hate Packer fans. And if Justin Fields goes into Lambeau, beats Jordan Love's ass, knocks the Packers out of the playoffs, they can't. They can't trade him. So that's what I'm looking at. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other scenarios. Buck Saints Saints. Uh, for the division. That's just a horrible division. (laughs) Um, Jacksonville. Cowboys used to be there. Say that again. Cowboys used to be there. We we used to play in that in that '79 division. Fair. Uh, Jacksonville, um, looking for to win a tiebreaker. Um, Three-way tiebreaker. Ooh, what's the situation there? Um, yeah, Steelers need a lot of fucking help. Let's see. Who does Jacksonville play this weekend? Jacksonville plays the Titans. Yeah, so they need the Colts to win. That's Sunday Night Football, huh? Yep. Um. Yeah, the Texan, the Texans too. Like the the AFC South is just fucked right now. Fucked. <laughs> Everybody can still get in except for the Titans. But the Houston needs a lot of help. Um. No, they got the. T- they're in. Who? Oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. No. Um, 
How many teams get in? Seven. Seven. Okay. So all you gotta do is beat the Colts in there. Who? The Texans. Yeah. It needs people to lose, huh? No, I'm looking at it. It says they beat the Colts. They play the Colts. Colts are seven. They're eight. They have a tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. Yep. Uh, so Pittsburgh needs the Texans too. Pittsburgh needs the Texans. I think they need the Texans to lose and they need the Colts to win and some other stuff to happen. But they need the Bills to also lose. Or something, bro. The the AFC playoff scenario right now is so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> there's basically there's one, two, three, four, five. There's five teams. There's five teams that are not eliminated yet, but there's not an AFC South winner yet because three teams could win the AFC South. If I'm looking at this correctly. Pittsburgh gets in if the Colts win and Jacksonville loses. Pittsburgh clinches when if Pittsburgh wins and Buffalo loses, or Pittsburgh wins and Jacksonville win or loses or ties. Okay, so okay. Jacksonville and the Bills. Yeah, or Pittsburgh wins and the Titans and Colts tie. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, they they need something weird to happen if they. I understand. I think Pittsburgh gets they get they got so many scenarios where they can get in. Okay, let's see. I found. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, Houston Houston gets in. They win the AFC South with a Houston win or a Jacksonville loss. Yep. And then the Texans can win or clinch a playoff berth with a Houston win. Or a Houston tie plus a Jacksonville loss plus a Pittsburgh loss or a tie. Houston doesn't win. Houston's not in. Well, let's so tie. Houston, just, yeah, Houston just needs to win or tie. Uh, Indianapolis gets in this is, with. This a, is going to be the type of week where you're just sitting there looking at the screen and there's a team playing for a fucking tie in overtime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like what the Chargers and something. Was it the Broncos? Chargers and Raiders. Raiders, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a year ago or no, two years ago? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They um, kicked field goal on the Chargers to win. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, was a tie. So the Colts clinched the AFC t- South with a win plus a Jacksonville loss. Um, Pittsburgh needs a lot of help. Miami will clinch the AFC East with a win or a tie. Yeah, Buffalo versus Miami is going to be nuts. Um, yeah. The Buffalo Cowboys the Cowboys can clinch the a- NFC East with a win. Win versus the Commanders. Or, or a Dallas tie plus a vi- Philly tie or just a Philly loss. Yep. Um, the Bucks. <laughs> The Bucks clinched the NFC South title with a win or a Tampa Bay tie plus a New Orleans loss or tie. Um, The Falcons Falcons can clinch the NFC South title with a win plus a Tampa Bay loss. So the Falcons can get in. Win the NFC South still? 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saints Ooh. can win the South if they win plus a Tampa Bay loss or tie. Can you imagine that Falcons team getting into the playoffs? I mean, I'm oh. betting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> be a gift for Philadelphia. Philly clinches the NFC East title with a Philly win plus Dallas loss or a Philly tie and a Dallas loss. Also, are the Eagles okay? Uh, is there is it time to open up the dialogue on so on Nick Sirianni? Yeah. Sirianni ass? We, we should have done that already. <laughs> <laughs> He's dog shit. I mean, so AJ Brown had him in the skate room. Yeah. <laughs> team, they're doing team building exercises a week out from the playoffs. Hey, look, escape rooms are fun, though. Speaking of I'm team building, you shouldn't be I'm doing team building about. stuff. Do that in the offseason. I'm glad you're talking about team building exercise, Adam. You see what your what your boy doing for the Ravens, huh? Odell? Yeah. <laughs> what? Apparently he bought another like boat. Uh-oh. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey Lamar, Lamar, don't get on that boat. <laughs> get on that boat. Also, Adam, I think Ares owes the Ravens an apology because I feel like of course he does. A few he's shows ago, he's not oh, he said yet. he said he's the Ravens going. weren't good. He's not going to, and they weren't elite playoff contenders. He's not going to do it, even even though they beat the 49ers and the Dolphins. He's not going to do it. I said said that because Adam said the Cowboys couldn't be. That's not what I said. I said they were emotional. This was emotional. Cowboys can't. I didn't understand how the Ravens could. But however, the Ravens are better than the Cowboys. What do you mean? Adam said it could happen like that. Who's the better team, the Ravens or the Cowboys? At the at the time they had we had the same record. At the time we had the same record. At the time, you didn't play the same people. <laughs> they didn't. They, they hadn't played the 49ers by then, and they had a they had an ugly loss. We had an and ugly what, loss. And what happens Ravens when they have a bad them? game? Ravens what happens? Game, Cowboys what game. happens when they played them? Right. What happens when they played the Dolphins? Okay, they're okay. They're 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 a good team. No now, shit. Now now now. So are the Cowboys. I didn't say the Cowboys weren't good. I'm saying that, they weren't that, Super Bowl favorites. I never said they were ass. They I never said it might be a Super Bowl favorite. It might be a Super Bowl favorite in NFC. No. The Cowboys are not a Super Bowl favorite. Don't ever say that again. Yes, they are. Stop <laughs> doing that. They're one of the two favorites. You know what I'm saying? Ravens, <laughs> no. Cowboys, right? That, that's what everybody's thinking. No, we're not doing that. That's what everybody's thinking, Bo. That's what everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking it. We're not. No one's thinking. We, we it. saw what happened when the 49ers played the Cowboys. Everybody's thinking it. 42 no two. one's thinking oh, that yeah. the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders. Super Bowl favorites. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks can clinch a playoff berth with a win plus a Green Bay loss or tie, or a few other scenarios involving Tampa Bay and New Orleans. The Packers win and they get a playoff berth, or there's five different scenarios where they can still get a playoff berth with a tie. Um, the Vikings can still clinch a playoff berth with a Minnesota win plus a Green Bay loss plus a Seattle loss plus a Tampa Bay loss. They need a lot of people to not win. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, do you want to quickly go over the Pro Bowl rosters? Sure. Okay. 
let me. Oop. Uh, so, Pro Bowl roster were announced. Um, we got the AFC. We can do the AFC first. So, AFC got Tua. Quarterbacks got Tua, Lamar, Patrick Mahomes. I think that's fine. Um, oh, shoot. Sorry. Um, and then running backs, you have Raheem Mostert, James Cook, Derrick Henry, pullback, Alec Ingold on Wisconsin. Uh, wide receiver, Tyreek Kill, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, Jamar Chase, tight ends, Travis Kelsey, David Njoku, Larry Tunzel, um, Deion Dawkins, Teron Armstead, uh, Quentin Nelson hates everybody. Joel, <laughs> the stars, they're, they're, not they're, they're starters, starters. Um, what the fuck? Uh, and then Creed Humphrey. Yeah, we don't care about offensive linemen. Uh, de- <laughs> defense, later, brother. Huh? <laughs> Might need them later. Might need them. Facts. Um, and then defensive ends. You got Miles Garrett, Max Crosby. That's just scary. Trey Hendrickson, uh, yeah. Chris Jones, Quinton Williams. Um, TJ Watt, Cleo Mack. Look at him, Cleo Mack having a comeback year. What the? F- Go get a headlock. Yeah. What? What is that? It's just the page is unresponsive. I don't. I don't understand. Um, TJ Watt, Cleo Mack, uh, Black Josh Allen, Roquan Smith. Which, like, okay, Roquan Smith and like TJ Edwards are like having almost the identical year. Okay. And. I don't know where I was going with that, but did TJ Edwards make the Pro Bowl? Bears won that trade. Uh, no, that's probably where you're going. Then did not. Uh, Patrick Queen oh, as well. Pat Sertan, Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, Denzel Ward. I think the AFC is just really good. Kyle Hamilton, shout out Black Korean people, and then special <laughs> teamers. We don't care about them. Shout out Black Korean people. Look, at, hey, bro, most athletic mix, bro. Uh, NFC. Uh, Brock Purdy starting for the <laughs> NFC at quarterback. Got Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford. Matt the Stafford too. Quarterback list of all time. Bro. Hey, look, you can never count out Matt Stafford though. People were counting out the Rams early in the year, and then Matt Stafford is. <laughs> the Rams weren't good at the beginning of the year. And then Matt Stafford kind of brought them back. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, obviously. That's the MVP of the NFL. Uh, DeAndre Swift. Kyron Williams scores two touchdowns a game, almost every game. Kyle Juszczyk, I think he's the only fullback in the NFC. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown. Fair. Uh, Puka Nakua. George Kittle, Sam Laporta, also a rookie. Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Panay Sewell, Zach Mar, my guy. I think I just need to get a Zach Martin jersey. Yes, Jason sir. Um, defensive end, Nick Bosa, now with us. Montez Sweat. <laughs> Best in season trade ever. Sacks this year. Facts. 
Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, Aaron Donald, Dexter Lawrence, uh, Mike Parsons, yes, sir. Hassan Reddick, Fred Warner, Bobby Wagner, Epoy, uh, Land, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Traverius Ward, Jalen Johnson, pay that man, <laughs> Devin Witherspoon, Jesse Bates, Buda Baker. Julian Love. Speaking of Buda Baker, have y'all seen the uh they did a stat comparison between Buda Baker and uh Antoine Winfield? And Antoine Winfield got snubbed. Bro, Buda yeah. Baker, I didn't even know Buda Baker was having it. Well, especially for the Cardinals. But I didn't realize he was having that down of a year. With that being said, if you need the new team, I got yeah, one. exactly. Uh <laughs> So some notable play, uh, Pro Bowl snubs, Brandon Ayuk. Hey, look. There it is. Look at that. And that should replace Puka Nakua. No. Which, like, I don't think so. No. I get it, but, yeah, I don't know. Antoine Winfield, yeah, should replace Blue Baker. Um, it's three picks, four, five fumbles, five sacks. I'm pretty sure that uh, Buda Baker's zero in all those categories. Right, Josh Allen over Tua. Yeah. Stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, get off Josh Allen's nuts, man. Good God Almighty. Yeah, DeForest Buckner over Quinn Williams. We're debating kickers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Hopkins, I'll, I'll have his back. Florida State legend, Dustin Hopkins. So no, 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 but he ain't getting in over Texas legend. Just that's that's, that's big trust right there. That's big trust. <laughs> Bradley Chubb over Cleo Mack, five. Sure. Nico Collins. No. Jamar Chase, no. Legereus Sneed, black or white? Black <laughs> over. <laughs> Look, see, TJ Edwards over Bobby Wagner. DJ know. Moore, too. DJ Moore and Amon Ross St. Brown definitely have some. some Legs to stand on in terms of gripes. DJ Moore, the Bears would be two and forever without DJ Moore. I don't know. Mike Mike got the Bucks fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, true. So that dude is a fucking dude. Monroe St. Brown, too, for the, the Lions has yeah. been their entire offense. But yeah, other all these people I don't care about. All right, let's move on to uh with that being said, uh, I agree with Osa, but whatever. Say that again. They said Osa should be in. I agree. Mm. Our defensive tackle. <laughs> you know. I mean, it was everything. Covered everything. Um, good first show back. Season three, full effect. First episode down of the new year. Uh, I was talking, Eris, I was talking to Adam because Adam had a, a small bottle of Henny Ooh. that he was flashing before while you were still in a 2K game. And yeah. we were thinking that what if we introduce <laughs> Henny Fridays. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Call it, dude. Season three. How Season electric. Fucking day. In the club with my twin, and we've had. Hands up. Look, I'm just saying, Henny Fridays, Call of Duty stream. We're getting Verdance back soon. Incredible Hulk. Edwin's right here. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't hate it. More well, to come. Do. More to come. Anyway, show will be on uh Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You name it is there. 
Amazon Music, wherever you get your platform, just go listen to it. Uh, drop a follow, subscribe, you know, leave us a five star review. It helps us out a, a lot. Uh, and yeah, you know, wash your hands and listen to the Luda freestyle. Facts. I'm going to go do that right Luda. now, actually. All right, I got to pee. Everybody go wash your hands. Luda. Luda. <laughs>